just when I thought you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 74, for the week of Wednesday, the 24th of July. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Eli. Ben. And Tom. Tonight, we look back at the news and announcements from San Diego Comic-Con 2013, and our toy of the week is the deep-fried figures Mecha Whale. everyone and no you're not mistaken you did hear a different name in the introduction there tom how are you i'm great fantastic well we are really pleased to have you here now if you're wondering who tom is if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time you might have heard me sign off once uh once or twice on a show saying good night argentina and that like 40 times too that, yeah like 40 times <laughs> and uh that that was a bit of a in joke for our argentinian friend who we've all known for a long time from the afb forum um tom who also is known as freak studios on the web and we are delighted to finally have you here with us on the show thanks so much for joining us tom thank you guys today i don't know if this is international but today is like friendship day in in argentina oh uh, so, yeah how it's like a, a CC holiday, you know, created by pubs or bars, so people can drink. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you, I think it's would, sorry. Sorry, you're right. Would you like to, to just tell us a little bit about um, yourself and who you are as a collector? Okay, sure. Um, well, actually, I I I've been designing uh, content for children for several time. Uh, I, I started uh, working uh, a couple of years ago in, in an app for uh, iPad and iPod Touch and, and such uh, for kids. It was called iTouch Kids, um, but it was, sh- it was shut down by the marketing department. I don't know, don't know why. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'm a screenwriter, but... Um, uh, as a collector, I, I started collecting when I was... Uh, when I was a kid, I think I, I started playing with toys when I was a kid, and now I'm trying to relive those those years, like uh, Reese O'Brien said the, the other day. I, I think that's that's quite correct. Yeah, like all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we've all known Tom for quite some time through the interwebs, and right from the beginning of this show, we. Um, thought of Tom as someone that would be great to have on as a guest just for a different perspective on collecting and uh, it's taken us a long time to get our act together but we are glad that we finally got it together today and Tom is going to be joining in for the whole show and doing the toy of the week as well and we are looking forward to hearing from you now Eli and Ben how are you gentlemen very well thank you radiant radiant (laughs) so radiant Eli what have you been up to this week uh, I've actually been pretty busy. Um, my wife uh, decided last weekend or, or recently that um, she she's grown up, and she's a grown up enough now to let me have dollies on display. 
Woohoo! Ooh. So nice. um, evolution. Yeah, a little bit like that. It's um, it's been a, a couple of years, but you know, from moving from several houses and you know, not really calculating how many rooms you need to have mm. with your children and then have room left to put your stuff up. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we a uh, couple of visits to IKEA and some standing looking at a blank wall in a blank corner, scratching my chin, thinking, hmm, maybe if. And um, so I've got a, I've got a bit of a Frankenstein IKEA um, creation that I put together and um, filled it with some, some figures and whatnot. And it's looking I'm, awesome. I'm pretty happy with it. It's still a work in progress, but uh, I, uh, it's uh, the things that I've I've kept. I'm happy that I've kept, and, and it, the process also has helped me decide. Hmm, I'm never actually going to put that out, even now that I've got somewhere to put it. So maybe I'll be getting rid of yes. a few things. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm very happy with that. Looking good, and and Ben, you're looking good too. What about you? <laughs> Oh, nothing exciting for me. Uh, I started working one day a week from home, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. Woohoo! Yeah, Is that because cool. you didn't want to pay for parking? <laughs> it's close. Close, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm saving even more money because I don't actually have to drive my car to work. So it's great. Yeah, my, my new job allows me to work from home um, on occasion, and I really enjoy it. I've got a good setup now. It's the, the AFP studios are much more high tech. So I've got the double screen happening, which is um, mm. I, I need that for work. So um, I mean, need. I don't know. My wife was kind of saying to me, like, seriously, you need two screens? Explain this to me. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, I work with two screens. I can't work with just one screen. <laughs> Once you have two screens, you can't go back. That's yeah, exactly absolutely. Right. Yeah. So now it's good. Yeah, I've had what about a, you, Scott? Oh, good. Yeah, I've had a, a whole week at home without having to travel, which is great. Um, and got a little bit done on the collection today, which is good. Just unpacking a couple of things. And uh, but yeah, not a not a huge amount. Um, I thoroughly embarrassed my daughter today more than <laughs> usual. Um, I'm, I'm the the. Well, my wife likes to cook, but I'm kind of the cook in the family. I'm the one that is prepared to put the time into it. And uh, I love cooking paella. And I have been on the hunt for a, a proper paella pan for ages and never be able to find one. And I found one today in Coles, our, one of our you know, supermarket chain of all places. Um, and uh, I was obviously too excited because um, my daughter said to me, Dad, I'm really happy for you, but people are staring. <laughs> Could you just kind of calm down? I'm like, oh, sorry. But uh, it paid off. We had a, our yummy paella and the new paella pan tonight, and the whole family approved. So what does a, a paella pan look like? Uh, well, I'll put a picture in the enhanced podcast for you. Um, but it is, it's really flat. Um, that was really enhanced. Pardon? That was really enhanced. Now we can see what a paella pot looks like. Um, I'll, well, I'll, I'll put a I'll put a photo in the script for you guys as well. Um, you're all my Facebook friends. If you've been following me on Facebook, there's a picture of it there. Anyway, um, the yeah, it's it's really flat and big, and it's got little raised uh, bits in it. So, because the whole idea of the paella is that you know you, the rice cooks in the mixture while it's cooking, and so you put it yep. in the oven, um, and because it's flat, it distributes the heat evenly. Ah, oh, yes, 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 and it forms a nice crust um so like it's it's meant to form a little crust on the bottom mm, um so mm. oh it's so good 
You may. You may. Anyway, just so that we don't get reclassified as a culinary podcast, um, I think we should probably get stuck into this and get started with some articulated news. What do you reckon? Let's do it. Plan. All right, let's do it. I'm just going to grab, um, refill my beverage back in 30 seconds. Okay, well, that's going to make it into the show because I haven't um, finished recording yet. Well done, Ben. Yeah, good cool. one, Ben. Far out. Oh, yeah, you had an have, invisible, look. you know, break. <laughs> we might have a more permanent job for you shortly, Tom. So are we still recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Tired of losing battle after battle in the sky, the Autobots create the ultimate robot jet. Jetfire. Transformers. More than meets the eye. But the evil Decepticons have a secret new weapon. Shockwave. The Transformers. Robots in disguise. Get by the FDA! Shockwave will stop them! The Transformers. From Hasbro. Well, usually before our main features, we start with a bit of news. Um, this week, obviously, is the week of San Diego Comic Con. Now, we don't try to cover all of that because none of us are there. And there are some fantastic news sources out there that give us up-to-the-minute uh, content. So our news this time around will have a fair bit from San Diego, but it's certainly not a comprehensive coverage of it. It's just the stuff that we really liked or really hated. And Ben... You get to go first on the really liked and really hated from San Diego trail. Oh, I'm not much into the H word, so I'm going to start off with stuff <gasps> that I like. The H word. And the thing that really grabbed me, uh, this was one of the first pieces of news that I saw, and that was the gentle giant Peter Porker, the amazing Spider-Ham mini bust. <laughs> and it just, it's hilarious. It looks brilliant. I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm a, I'm a fan of the character. Um, but what's really fun about this piece is it's actually continuing Gentle Giant's mm. little sort of um, fun poke at, at some of the more obscure characters in the Marvel Universe. Um, I was lucky enough uh, in 2011 when I was hanging out with Tom um, to pick up the the Squirrel Pool Name dropper. Oh, for sure. Um, and then they subsequently released the Thor Frog uh, bust as well. And so this guy will fit in really nicely um, with them. Um, now, this is a um, 2013 San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, which means you can only buy it at the Comic-Con for about a couple of months before it's available everywhere. Because <laughs> that's exactly what they did with Squirrel Pool. Yes. Um, it was exclusive, and then it just started turning up through retail. So I don't know whether that means they just had... Uh, sort of hundreds left over, but um, and they're, they're usually quite small. Like the squirrel pool is a very, very small bust, and so um, they're not that expensive. And uh, I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, this is the one that could actually push me over into a gentle giant uh, bust because I can see this just fitting so nicely with um, the bow and stuff and being great fun. I mean, yeah. How can, how can you not want this? It's a bust about. You know, Peter, who who was a spider, and he was bitten by a female pig scientist and basically, you know, spent the rest of his time trying to work out whether he was a pig with the proportionate, you know, strength and speed of a spider or a spider that just happened to look like a pig. <laughs> anyway. No, you know, I was I was doing so well with exclusives this year. I I was uh, I don't need anything. I I'm great. I I don't have to pay ridiculous prices for anything. And then I saw this and say, "Fuck, 
Yeah. I really need to get this one. Yeah. Yes. Um, how, how much is it going for at the con, do you know? Um, I don't, actually. I, I seem to remember Squirrel Pool wasn't that expensive. He was only about $40. Okay. Um, and he was one that I, I actually had to line up for first thing in the morning. So there were a number of things where every morning you, you were just dedicated to achieve some kind of outcome. Um, and I think it was the Friday morning I was determined to get the squirrel pool bust. So I was about, they only, I think they sold about 40 or 50 per day over the four days. And I was about the 10th person in line on the Friday. So I was lucky enough to get one. Awesome. And something else? Something else. Well, why not? Why not? Um, well, Hot Toys, no surprise there. Uh, I'll start off with a bit of a disappointment from Hot Toys. I was really hoping um, we would see the, the next reveal for Star Wars. Mm. Um, it's been sort of two years now, and I think it's you know bordering on ridiculous. Um, having said that, you know, it is um, Saturday morning in San Diego, so we might get some, some further reveals. But we seem to get quite a bit. Um, we got some really good looks at the RoboCop stuff. Uh, for anyone who's interested in that um, that gigantic Ed 209, um, we did see the uh, Lone Ranger Tonto figure, which uh, is not a bad-looking piece. But for me personally, the, the really big news was the updated release of a um, Scar and Celtic Predator. Um, the Scar and Celtic Predators were both from the first Alien vs. Predator film. Uh, they have been released before by Hot Toys using sort of the old bodies and the old um, styling where you had to actually put them together. So these are both updated figures on on the new bucks um, with the, the new tooling. And given the price of the old one, I think the, at one stage the Celtic was getting up to about eight or $900 on eBay. Um, this is really huge news. So I'm, I'm quite excited for those. That's cool. I wonder if um, Hot Toys is regretting picking up the Lone Ranger license. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen the film yet, and everybody I know who has seen the film really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, I think it's just the nature of the film. Westerns just don't generally do well ever. Um, so I think that's just something they'll... I think it's one of those films that will do very, very well on um, the home video market. Yeah, I mean, I've heard good things about it too. It's just, but the overall press about it is not good yeah. in terms of how it's performing. Yeah, yeah. But then, I mean, you know, I thought Pacific Rim was a fantastic film, but mm. that looks like it's probably going to tap out at about 120 million at the box office. So, yeah. but um, yeah, a few other things. There was some updated um, Monsters Inc. Um, Cos Babies and uh, and a statue. Um, we also got to see the Chitori Warrior from um, the Avengers movie line, which wasn't too bad. That Monsters Inc. statue is killing me. It's pretty cute. Oh, it's so cute. It's 150 bucks though. Like you know, it's a. Uh, but I, I just love those characters. I, I want a mic from my desk. I yeah. nearly, I nearly yeah. bought one today actually, but then I thought, oh, maybe I can get a better one. <laughs> yeah. One thing I think is, I mean, some people take some of the most amazing photos. Uh, um, you know, our, our pal Michael Crawford takes mm. some some amazing pictures at the con. But one of the things that really really frustrates me is when people don't capture the title card that's usually at their feet yeah. which gives you an idea of the price the scale or um i noticed a couple of people were taking photos um of the the, the maddie releases uh and they're actually showing the figures in 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 a lineup so you actually got to see them uh, in scale with each other hmm. so yeah but anyway so that's that's hot toys 
There's yeah. a lot of good stuff. And uh, I think you're going to cover Sideshow for us as well. Oh, Sideshow, you are killing me. Absolutely killing me. Um, oh, I just don't even know where to start with the amount of stuff. One of the first things I saw um, from Sideshow was I actually received uh, in my um, Green Lantern Premium format statue in the box. I quite often Sideshow throw in little things, postcards. Um, I even got a calendar from them not that long ago. And... Um, there was a sort of a, a bit of a preview of some of the upcoming Sideshow stuff and I actually noticed that there was a Red Sonja and that was actually the first time I'd actually seen anything uh, to indicate that they had a Red Sonja statue coming and sure enough in Michael Crawford's coverage he's got some photos of the Red Sonja and she looks absolutely gorgeous absolutely beautiful looking statue she looks to be a premium format statue um, we also got um, the, the final sort of um, promo shots for the new Conan um, which is, I mean, the Conan statue is absolutely amazing. I think it, it really is a stunning-looking statue, but what is a, a huge disappointment to me is the price. Um, these things just keep creeping up and up, and uh, I know it's, you know, a premium format, it's right up there, it's quarter scale, but you're talking $460 Ooh. for that piece, and uh, I don't know any other premium format that, that is around that price unless it is an oversized figure mm. um, such as the Hulk, so I'm sort of a bit perplexed as, as to why he would be that much, but then you know, the Batman and Superman figures uh, are $100 less, so unless there was just that much tooling that went into his fit-out, it's, um, it's kind of hard to say. Hmm. But anyway, um, moving on, there was a uh, a full-size, uh, one-to-one scale Joker bust, which is, um, oh, good grief, it is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Um, it is, it's kind of how I've always pictured the Joker, and uh, I think they've done an amazing job with that um i'm not really into the one-to-one scale but certainly not anything as creepy looking as that um one of the ones that really blew me away was the new hellboy premium format statue which is actually based on uh the comic styling uh obviously influenced by mike mignola's art um absolutely absolutely locked in for me that one that is just fantastic they've completely nailed it Um, it's stunning isn't it is that a premium? Is. That's a premium format, is it? It is, I assume, but by the fact that the the coat looks like it's fabric. Um, I mean, what's great is the only other comic inspired Hellboy statue I've got is a Randy Bowen one, which we'll talk about a bit later, um, from about fifteen years ago. So, and that's mm. one eighth scale, whereas mm. this is one quarter scale. Um, another one, which um, we're obviously, as I said, we're going to talk about uh, Green Lantern a bit later, but the next in uh, in the next. Sorry, the next in line of the DC premium format statues appears to be Sinestro. Uh, Sinestro is in his um, yellow costume uh, and seems to be really inspired by the art of... Um, oh, what's his name? That dude. Ethan Vanskyver. Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. <laughs> it really, really does look exactly like Ethan's artwork and awesome. he just looks superb. Gosh. Um, best of all, it looks like we've got some more light-up features. Um, that's not, not confirmed as of yet, but certainly by the way that they're attached to him and the base and that uh, it certainly does give you the impression that, that we're getting some more light-up features. It would be so, logical, right? Because, I'm sorry. It, it would be logical because the, the Green Lantern has light-up features. Uh, you're probably... Yeah. Want, you you want to display both together, 
right? Absolutely, and I actually can't wait to see. One, one thing Sideshow is particularly good at is when they do their promo photos, when, when a piece is solicited, they often um, will have one photo with relevant pieces. Like, for example, mm. when the Rogue statue was solicited, we got a promo shot of her with Gambit. Um, so hopefully we'll see those guys together, which is quite clever because it's a good selling point. Yes. Um, and, oh, gosh, there was, I mean, there's so much stuff. There's um, obviously the DC 1-6 scale figures. There's a, a, a lot of new side sh- um, Star Wars 1-6 scale figures. A lot um, of Star Wars stuff. Yeah, some, I mean, that Vader it looks superb. And, and this is where I'm really struggling because um, if Hot Toys don't sort of get their act together, I'm really going to have to start looking... Um, yes. at getting some of these. I've already given in with IG-88 and Bosk. Mm. And what um, about um, Luke on the Tauntaun? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Can't believe that Sideshow have actually pulled off a 1-6 scale um, Tauntaun in, in, in their quality. I know mm. we've had we've had Tauntauns that size before, but certainly not to this level of detail. See, I reckon um, I'm going to pull the trigger on the um, Sideshow Darth Vader just because I, I it looks so. awesome and I'm not, I'm not convinced that Hot Toys is ever going to come up with it. Well, I mean, you know, rumours were that the next figure from Hot Toys was going to be Chewbacca. He won the fan poll that they ran about a year ago. Um, so even if he is the next figure, you have to sort of wonder, uh, even if Vader is next on their list, you know, he could be 18 months away. That's right. Um, so, look, lots more really, really good stuff, but um, I'm just going to finish up with one of my personal faves, and that is a um, they're doing a, a Jeff Scott Campbell Spider-Man series, uh, and they've announced uh, Spider-Man, Gwen Stacy, and Mary Jane, and as a big fan of Mary Jane, um, I'll definitely be, be getting that one, and she um, seems to be inspired from one of the amazing Spider-Man covers that, that Campbell did um, some years ago. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Mm. Yeah, they're they're great looking statues. Though, those yeah, the, the absolutely. Cam, yeah, the, the Spider Man looks great too. He does. Yeah, yeah. I quite like the look of the Spider Man. Quite like it. Mm. All right. Well, I'm going to talk about some of the DC stuff that was uh, talked about at San Diego, and uh, it's been a while since I've been more excited by. DC Direct slash DC Collectible stuff than Mattel stuff, but this is the year. <laughs> uh, you know, it's you got to give it to DC Collectibles, even though they're focusing on the New 52 stuff and uh, era-wise, not all of it is the stuff that you know I personally would like to see. They really have ramped up their output, and uh, you got to give them credit for that. So there's a number of things that were talked about there on the action figure side there's some new batman stuff uh including a nightwing and a talon that i actually think is very good looking mm. um well, i think that's a great looking figure i, I think it's I, awesome yes yeah, superb the other thing that i'm really interested in and i mean time will tell is that some of these new figures to me look like they've got ankle articulation mm. I, you know that talon to me looks like it's got ball jointed ankles and if so, that is going to make me very happy because that's been one of my perennial DC collectibles, DC direct complaints is no ankle articulation. Yeah. But quite a few of these, I mean, that really do look like they've got it. Um, so there's a, a Greg Capullo inspired Batman line that so far has got Batman, Nightwing and Talon that looks very good looking. There is a Suicide Squad line, um, that has got Deadshot, Harley Quinn, and Captain Boomerang, which again, not all eras that I want, but very good looking 
figures. Doesn't the, look like they've got the ankle articulation, though. I don't know. If you look at the Deadshot, I've, I've seen one of Deadshot where I was pretty sure that he did. The Harley does it. The Harley Quinn doesn't have articulated ankles. I don't think Boomerang does either. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't expect them to be consistent. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still going to hold that hope on the Deadshot. Hmm. Um, and it's quite. A I don't know, but for the Batman line, they actually look like they they improved the the, the articulation. They they actually uh, listening to to what people have been saying for the last I don't know ten years. Mm. But, <laughs> Yeah, let's not, let's not get carried away here. But uh, and even that that Harley Quinn, even though I'm not, um, you know, I, I don't really like that new look. I quite like that action figure. I have to say, I think you know, it's it's a really nicely done figure. It's the first new look Harley thing that I thought, oh, I could, I might buy that. Um, then there on the statue side, there are um, we saw new cover girls. We saw a huntress. Are you excited about that, Ben? Um, no. Oh, you're such a poop. No, no, I just, I, she's the, the number one character I was looking forward to in the Adam Hughes series once that got underway. Um, and so, you know, when each new one was announced and, and other than the Black Canary, um, I was really hoping to see Huntress and then, you know, the line was cancelled and I just thought she'd be a lock for that line. And, and this one, I just, it just doesn't seem to fit with the Hughes figures. So, um, so yeah, not, not that thrilled. You're not going to buy it. No, uh, I'll. I wonder if you'll stick to that. I think the, po- the pose is pretty uninspired. The pose is the pose is not the best. I gotta say, pose is not the best. But that's been across the board on the new Cover Girls stuff. Most of them, the poses are awkward. And it's very DC new, unlike the um, the the bust that we got from the the Women of the DC Universe yeah. line, which is sort of the, that classic sort of shorts. We saw the Black Canary bombshells. She's statue. a cutie. She is a cutie. She, I, I love Black Canary. That, I don't know. This line's getting harder and harder to decide not to collect. <laughs> I, I still think the first two, Wonder Woman and uh, Supergirl, are the picks for this line for me. Yeah. Yeah. This I don't is, know. I really like the Batgirl too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Batgirl. The, the Batgirl is just that. The styling and the posing was was brilliant. Yeah. This one, the Black Canary one with her holding the microphone and stuff is just so clever. It really, um, mm. I think they're going to look fantastic as a set. They're going to look. What are they retailing for? Yeah. They're about a hundred bucks. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon they're about a hundred bucks. Mm. Um, there's also a action figure line based on the Arrow, um, series, which is an easy pass for me, even though I do I really like the television series, uh, but I won't be collecting the figures. There is a... Now, th- this is interesting. The Icons statue line, which looks like it might be cover girls for guys. Um, <laughs> so, so far we've got DC Comics Icons Batman statue, which is 10.3 inches, so that's you know around cover girls size and then we also have a cyborg statue in the icons line as well which is um the last thing i was going to mention from dc collectibles was the new wonder woman statue line which is going to be called wonder woman the art of war and this is obviously uh well actually you know what i don't know this is i thought this is going to be a companion to um the 
Batman Black and White and Man of Steel, but it looks like this is a a larger statue because it says 10.5 inches. So mm. how tall are the Batman? Uh, seven. Yeah. That would be a bummer. Uh, first one, of course, is Jim Lee related. You know, that famous Wonder Woman artist, <laughs> Jim Lee. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but pretty, he has to be in everything. Yeah, I don't know. The <laughs> first, the, he has first pick for any, in yeah. any line. Yeah. Yeah, when you're pretty much running the company. Yes. I think if I think it's a it's a pretty interesting um, line. But if if that is actually ten and a half inch, then I'm probably not as oh, excited I'm out. about I'm it. Out. I hope that's a mistake. I I just assumed see, that this is a um a companion to the Batman Buff of White. White and Man of Steel lines. Especially how they're milking that one foot on the stand, one foot yeah. off the stand thing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's weird. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, sorry, there is one more thing. This this got up my nose a bit. Uh, Scribblenauts. <laughs> Scribblenauts Unmasked, a DC Comics Adventure blind box vinyl figure. And, of course, they've done bloody Aquaman. Two, mm. There's two Aquaman. There's regular and camo version blind box Aquaman. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> anyway, uh, in the interest- yeah. sorry, go ahead, Tom. They look horrible. <laughs> they look horrible. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Tom. Yes, they look horrible. And and also, uh, why are they called masks if Batman is, has a mask? <laughs> Stop uh, it with your logic. We're toy collectors. We don't care. No, no, we, right. we don't pick up those subtleties. Yeah, we just buy everything. I just looked at that and thought, so they didn't obviously didn't learn anything from Blamoids. <laughs> you know, that's just scribble knots. Just is like. Blamoids recycled to me. No, no, they learned something. They, these ones have a face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're, uh, they're learning. <laughs> so they're still learning, that's right. And then we had the Mattel reveals. We were um, desperately waiting to find out what was next for DC. Um, first of all, on the Club Infinite Earths side of things, we saw the end of the year for the existing sub, which includes um, Ocean Master, which is awesome, yep, extremely exciting, and then that uh, very classic DC character that we were all clamoring for, Bat-Zaro. <sighs> That's, yeah, I'm, I'm not happy with that at you, all. You know what? No. I seriously feel like getting that figure, running it over with my car... And sending it back to them. Oh no, I, I've got plans. I'm I'm going to customize this figure, and I'm going to turn it into a new creation called the Wanker. <sighs> I, I, like that's just... the bad Wanker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's just such a joke. I I can't believe it. And the reason why it's so offensive is, I know that the word classics is is now missing. You know, from you know these um, you know club infernal crisis. Um, and it's always been meant as a collector's line, but you know, we had to bite the bullet with the Red Hood, uh, a character who appeared in that costume less than a handful of times, and now we're getting another character who has appeared less than a handful of times yeah. over the hundreds of of characters people have been clamouring for. Now you can't tell me that that figure is not a unreleased figure from the Batman line. No, of course, it's they've just... simply taken a figure. That just you know that the, the line was cancelled. They already had the tooling done, so they just slotted it into the sub instead. Yeah, it's insulting. 
Uh, and then yeah, for 2014, so, so, it's already sorry. about her from from DC Direct, and uh, I, I have that figure actually. It, it has chains and uh, metal chains, and it's actually nice for what it is. Uh, but uh, I mean, that's it. You need another figure of that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there's one already. It's a yeah. real um, it's a real another kick in the pants to subscribers. Um, then 2014. Uh, no, you you missed one. You you your last figure was um, Rachel Ghoul. Oh, that's right. Thank you very much. Yes, Rachel Ghoul as well. Who um, comes with an angry librarian face? He does look very cranky. The the face is appalling. Um, like that that face is just that figure will be going straight. I mean, yes, we asked for Rache. We finally got Rache. Yep, that's great. We we shouldn't complain. But compared to the Hush version. Mm. Where he looks quite menacing. I mean, you look at the face on that Infernal Crisis one. He—that's the face you get when you put a book back on the wrong shelf in the library. Like, there's, there's nothing menacing about it at all. No. Um, the—it's definitely just a, a continuation of the half-assed approach to to this, which is disappointing. And speaking of half-assed, we've got the 2014 uh, <laughs> beginnings of the subscription as well. And uh, we've got Hook Aquaman, Hook Hand Aquaman. We have got Black T-Shirt Superboy. Uh, and then we've got Ice, which is probably the one figure that we do want. And then the sub-figure, depending on which tier is achieved, the sub-figure is either going to be the... Containment suit. Yeah, the containment suit Doomsday, thank you very much. Or if we reach level two, then it will be an oversized doomsday uh, in his ripped up suit. So I mean, heavens above, who knows? I, I I can see you know doomsday is a much requested figure because the one doomsday that we've had from the earlier parts of this, you know, before it became DC, uh, before it became DC Universe, is a uh, way too small and dodgy. So people have been asking for an oversized Doomsday for ages. So, but whether or not that's actually going to succeed in getting the level two tier that's required, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I mean, as it turns out, there was some some confusion about the size uh, of the two Doomsdays. Turns out they are both the same oversized buck, um, probably the Kilowog. Oh, okay. Style bucks. Right. So um, I have seen a photo of the two of them next to each other, so they are the same size. Um, I just, I don't know where to go with this. I honestly, I, I know people are excited about Aquaman. There are some people who that's their number one figure because the Grant Morrison JLA means a lot to them. Um, I can understand that people want to replace their their jacket and sunglasses Superboy with the the black t shirt one. Uh, and that's great. So those people who want those figures, that's really you know cool for them. But they are two figures I am uninterested in. Uh, I don't have enough love for the for the Superman family to to swap out you know the black t shirt for the you know the leather jacket guy. So that's two figures I don't want. Ice is great. She's perfect. She's a gorgeous looking figure. But you you have to wonder about Maddie marketing when someone sits there and says we'll offer two doomsdays and we'll put them at different tiers and we'll make the one that everybody really wants the second tier figure so people like me sit there and go well i don't want to commit to the sub because so far there's only one figure that i want and that's ice 
and I don't want to get stuck with a containment suit um, doomsday, so I don't want to commit to the sub. So then you sit there and you go, well, I'll wait and see if the sub gets to Tier 1. And if it gets to Tier 1, yeah, maybe I might then buy in because there's a chance I'll get to Tier 2. But isn't it like a, a, a self, you know, um, self-sort of replicating situation? I mean, people are going to sit back and go, well, I'm not going to take the risk because I don't want to get stuck with the first Doomsday. So therefore nobody buys in, then we don't get the Tier 2 Doomsday. Like this is kind of that self-perpetuating cycle. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think it's like uh, attempted blackmail going wrong. Yeah, basically. it is. It because, is because yeah. they, they're they're blackmailing you and saying, "Well, if you don't get to this tier, then you're not going to get the doomsday you want." But then, well, that's what what you said. People don't they, they don't give you enough reasons to to commit to the war. And this this must be a perfect textbook example for study at university on how marketing doesn't work, like as in how you shouldn't approach marketing. I mean, I can't think of another commodity that you you get into the same situation with. Like you, you don't order a T-shirt off the internet and then, you know, they'll just send you a random size. You don't buy a new car and then wait to see what colour it's going to turn out to be. You, you don't buy a chocolate bar and, you know, it's got blank wrapping and then you open it up to see what flavour it is. I mean... It's it's just bizarre. Yeah. All right. So we could go on about that for ages, but just um, moving on to keep the the uh, flow going. Tom, you've got some news that you're going to bring us as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I have to talk about Masters of the Universe Classics. That's uh, a love-hate relationship I have with that line. <laughs> uh, it's usually love for the line, hate for Mattel, but it's <laughs> basically all the same. Um the new announcements for the the Masters of the Universe Classics um, until uh, next year. Uh, I, I think it was until March or uh, yeah, March next next year. Um, we have uh, Sky High and uh, Sky Sled uh, announced for September. Uh, Mantena for October. I'm really actually. Uh, this is one of the figures I, I really want from the, from the line. I, I, I said before I am never going to buy directly from Maddie again, because I, I was burned uh, a couple of times. Uh, so I'll try to find a Montana from somewhere else, uh, because I really like how that figure turned out. Then it's called something called Neft Two in October. <laughs> I'm not sure. Who that is? Uh, people are saying he looks like uh, Nicolas Cage, so I might have to look that up uh, <laughs> because who doesn't want a Nicolas Cage uh, dressed in ancient Egyptian uh, uh, clothes, right? Uh, there's this uh, Geldor. It's uh, a fan choice figure for November. He has uh, nipples uh, in the armor. <laughs> I I guess. <laughs> And if you don't know who that is, uh, it's um, I think it's a filmation character, but it's like a, a bunny, a Masters of the Universe classics <laughs> with a with a pink bunny face. So I think that of course that's really <laughs> I think that's really funny. Um, so I, I might have to to get that one. And then I said I, I'm done with with Masters of the Universe and and that's it until I feel like you know when I try to get out the pull me back in <laughs> uh, 
because uh, they announced too bad uh, for January 2014. Mm. The, the other figures I really don't care much about, you can probably look them up in uh, online, um, but basically I was expecting a too bad since the line started. Yeah. Uh, and I, 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 well, I'll have to get that one probably. But I, the, again, like you said with the Doomsday, um, in March, there's an, a figure that is called the unnamed one, or they're calling the unnamed one. And it's a figure you're not going to see or know about, hmm. nothing, <laughs> until it ships. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm okay. out. I'm done. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna give you my money for something I, I've never seen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this one I, I I know Ben's going to to want. Uh, that's the Stan Lee collaboration figure. Hurrah! Uh, it's a blue muscular Stan Lee <laughs> with <laughs> glitter armor uh, and a mask. But uh, I think it's actually pretty cool. It screams we. Yeah, yeah it, does. it screams something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's wind. I don't know, but I I love these weird characters. That's <laughs> why I want the 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 bunny one. And <laughs> I I re- I think I'm really going to to buy the the Stanley too. Uh, what else? Um, I have some more news. Uh, NECA announced the... Um, I'm saying that right. No? You did it Mega? very well. Congratulations. Thank you. I've been practicing. NECA <laughs> <laughs> announced the Jim Carrey, Colin Stars and Stripes uh, figure from uh, Kikas 2. Um, he comes with his masked dog and... I'm not entirely interested in the figure, but I actually like the masked dog. Mm, mm, that's fun. Um, I I really like because uh, I I really like um, like super pets. <laughs> I I I bought the 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 whole DC Direct box with the. Silver Age, Batwoman, and and Batgirl, just to get Ace the Bat Hound. <laughs> <laughs> that is an awesome little toy. I gotta say, yeah, it is awesome it is. little toy. Uh, so um, I I might need to get this one uh, because of the dog. But um, there's also the the, the um, controversy about the Jim Carrey not wanting to mm. advertise Kickass Two, but he still gets an, an action figure. So I, I, I thought it was interesting to, yeah. an interesting thing to discuss. Yes. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's what happens when you don't read the script, Jim. You only read, you know, the bits that you're in. Well, but in the, just in the, in the trailer, he's like hitting a guy with a, <laughs> with a baseball bat on the face. <laughs> yeah, I think, so, <laughs> yeah, I think it was something, I can't remember which particular, event but something that happened afterwards that made him regret doing it it wasn't just not knowing what was in the film it was a change of heart mm. yeah but you know you've got to have a heart to understand that so i wouldn't expect you to 
really get it, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, go on, Tom. The dog's cool. Um, <laughs> and also, also announced by NECA was the, um, the Simpsons Celebrity Guests Wave 1. Um, I'm, I know John was actually really um, interested in this and also um, a kind of afraid that they will look uh, good with the Playmates line. Mm. And apparently they do, so I think John's going to be a little heartbroken. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be crazy not to do them in the same scale. Yeah. But, bueno, McFarlane fucked up there. Mm. So they they got the the license and they did, like, little diorama pieces that that didn't actually uh, fit with the world of Springfield uh, line. Cool. But the, the way one was announced is Hugh Hefner, James Brown, Yao Ming, Tom Hanks, and Kid Rock. <laughs> oh, that's they, they look good. So I wonder if they have yeah. to, to... Look, how the licensing for this works. They've obviously had to approach these individuals to get the... Because uh, I, I wouldn't imagine that their... Whatever they signed to do the voice work would include anything about likeness rights for toys. So No, I don't think so. Yeah, so they probably had to, you know, approach each of these people or their estates for likeness rights for this. So that's pretty amazing. Hmm. Sounds like something we could talk to Randy Falk about. It sure does. Well thank you very much for that time. You did a great job with all that news. And uh thank you. Eli, you you hmm. gotta live up to that now. all right hasbro marvel legends and some marvel universe as well uh marvel legends we have seen um the upcoming jubilee build a figure um wave um why you would have a build a figure for a small person i don't know but there you go (laughs) a small person that doesn't actually look like she should but that's okay too i guess um It's, it's a bit of a mixed bag, this um, this series. There's not a pack. I'm sorry, there's not a pack build a figure too. And he's uh, like, yeah, yeah smaller than Yeah, Puck is. I mean, that's what they, they said they're doing this kind of, you know, set of small build a figures like Hit Monkey and Rocket Raccoon and Roddy Rasso. I mean, Jubilee, I guess it's a way of getting Jubilee, you know, in. Uh, but. I, I'm fine with it. I mean, you know, any. Any builder figure is a bonus. Yes. Like you're you're buying a figure and you're getting part of another figure. So unless they take the builder figure bits out and just you know lower the retail price, it's you know it's a win. I think this wave is one of the most awesome waves of well, in terms of character selection. Yep. Well, the standout for for me in this wave, and and I don't have a lot of attachment to any of the wave to be honest. Um, but Batrock. I know. That truck just looks awesome. I'm trying to keep calm, but I'm absolutely stoked for this wave. I just think it's bloody brilliant. Um, You know, Blizzard was actually quite high on my list of customs, and I I was really struggling as to how I was going to go and do his costume. Uh, And then someone did it for me. So, you know, and Batrock is one of my all-time favourite villains because I'm a Cap fan. And, you know, throw in people like Tiger Shark, and it's it's just win. It's win. Mm -hmm. Radioactive Man looks stunning. Yeah, Radioactive Man looks good. Songbird, um, I'm not really familiar with Songbird. Uh, um, see, yeah, I really like this character, 
And I'm so disappointed that they've gone with the modern, you know, hairstyle for her as opposed to the one that she had forever. Because that just. This isn't Songbird from Alpha Flight, is it? Uh, no. no, this is from Thunder, Thunderbolts. Yeah, and, oh, okay. and Avengers Forever. Okay, yep. there's a lot of lot of um, complaints about Jubilee not being in her classic costume, but you know hey, we're getting a Jubilee figure. Yeah, no, that doesn't that shouldn't be. I can't believe not one single person yelled, "Watch out, radioactive man!" <laughs> well, you just did. I, I don't oh, get it. <laughs> Uh, remember when Bart was trying out for the the role of Fallout Boy on no. on The Simpsons? No, and that was the line he had to do over and over again. Okay, yeah, for the Radioactive Man movie. Hmm. Okay. Got to Bart, oh, right? There you go. Thanks for backing me up there, Tom. Um, I don't know if these are um, new, but Marvel Universe box sets with um, Uncanny X Men. No, Is that they, a... they're not. But the, there's one. Uh, the Valkyrie one hasn't been released yet. That, and so I'm pleased to see that there because I kind of thought, oh, maybe this is, maybe it's not coming. Um, the, who else is in it? Valkyrie. And Thor. Thor and Executioner. Yep. Um, yeah, so I hope that does still come out because the rest of those have been released. I've got mm. the X-Men one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Quite, quite a lot of the Marvel Universe stuff they had on display is pretty old news, actually. But it's just in packaging. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of it's out. Like, you know, they had stuff like the, you know, Angel Professor X, um, West Coast Avengers. Yeah, that you know stuff that's all out. But I'm looking forward to Abomination, uh, A Bomb, Cloak and Dagger. That's all pretty cool. Mm. So, in other Marvel Legends Marvel Universe uh, news, not um, not great news is that the the lines are not going to continue in their current form. They are going to become movie-led waves, um, so similar to how they they started doing, I guess, with the Wolverine movie from a few years ago, and the Iron Man three wave currently is um, they are going to mix in some comic-based figures with movie figures. Rage. Yeah, I, I don't, I, until we actually see them, it's, I think it's a really hard one to to comment on i mean if if the idea follows the recent iron man um iron monger wave then i think it's actually a bit of a win because it, it sounds like what they're trying to do is they're trying to convince the walmarts and the targets that that these waves of figures are worth stocking because they you know, they inadvertently tie in with movies, you know, because they've got Captain America in the title at the time the Captain America movie come, the next Captain America movie comes out. But it sounds like they're actually getting in a lot of the the comic-based characters um, to to basically... Well, I guess know, it's a way, yeah, to, to trick those um, retailers to have com- to carry comic-based figures. That is true. Figures. That's hmm. true. Because, I mean, if you look... In the, same, in the same news release, um, though, when they were talking about, you know, the, the ongoing thing about trying to get those variants figures, um, the, 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 uh, the answer that Hasbro are giving is retail is full. We can't give retail any more figures at the moment because mm. there's too many out there at the moment. Um, yeah. So if, if these waves just sit on the shelves anyway, it's just going to be loose, so... Lose, lose for everybody. So hopefully it does work and tricking them into carrying comic-based figures 
is good, but we're just going to see a shitload of Iron Men and a shitload of Wolverines. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, in the next Iron Man wave, they they showed a preview of Pepper Potts in the rescue armor. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if they're convincing somebody at Walmart that the next Iron Man wave has got a Pepper Potts figure in it, mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone's familiar with Gwyneth Paltrow, etc. But then us comic fans get Pepper in the rescue armor, and that's a huge win for me. And yeah. mm-hmm. um, we've already seen in the Captain America line that we're getting a, a new Baron Zemo. So mm-hmm. as long mm-hmm. as um, I don't have to buy movie figures to make builder figures that I want, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think, as Eli said, you're just going to get stuck with 27 versions of Iron Man. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care about that as long as I don't have to buy them to to get a piece of something that I want. You know, mm. if, if if every you know if they throw if you go back to some of the early um, uh, Marvel well, three and three quarter movie lines where you know they had the comic series like Wolverine um, the the first time around where we got Gambit in a comic you know accurate costume and uh, Maverick, you know, that sort of thing. You know, that's cool. I don't, I'm happy if it's just a couple there at a time that, um, are, you know, new characters that throw the collectors a bone. That makes sense to me. Um, but then, you know, if they turn around and do a, a comic based build a figure that I want and make me buy three movie figures to get that piece, I'll be really annoyed. Well, imagine if you had to buy the, uh, the X Men, Jean Grey, Juggernaut, and Colossus. I mean, you know, they were three oh. of the worst Marvel Legends figures ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I'm still waiting for my Great Lakes uh, Avengers. Uh, <laughs> big Bertha. <wave. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Big Bertha um, build a figure. That can't be far away. I, I think uh, that's what I... this is all about, actually. It's just trying to get Big Bertha out there. Yep. So something else, Eli? So while we're on Hasbro, Star Wars, the Black Series 6-inch Wave 2. So last week you guys, I think, um, uh, were talking about the Greedo figure, yep. which um, forms part of this wave. Um, we have also seen that we are going to get a Princess Leia in Slave Outfit. Um, we are also going to get a Han Solo. Yay! And um, Boba Fett, obviously, is going to be part of that wave who um, we have seen um, people trying to get hold of him at the, the con have been severely disappointed with Han Solo in Carbonites. I think um, uh, Reese O'Brien uh, cursed a few words in not being successful grabbing him, but there'll be Boba Fett. Um, but just so much win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's the Slave Leia and uh, Han Solo, they look awesome. And it looks like um, later on uh, in August, uh, autumn next year or fall, uh, we're going to oh. see fall. <laughs> we're going to see a biker scout trooper and a speeder bike. Yay! That's going to be awesome. If, if I could make one one prayer to the toy gods this year, I really hope that that Wave 1 Sand Trooper is available from some of our Chinese eBay sellers. Uh, uh, you just building. Mm. You want lots of them? Oh, not, not a lot, maybe just 50. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that all? <laughs> and here I thought you were going to like go over the top or something. Yeah. Silly me. In preparation for that 112-scale Jubak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really not... I'm glad that that Boba Fett is coming out because I'm really not feeling the need to pay eBay prices for the San Diego mm. one no. just for 
a six-inch scale hand in carbonite. I can live without that. Well, considering the, the 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 flat cost for him anyway was you know two times a figure. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's very nicely packaged. Da, da, da. Hmm. And if it wasn't shipping involved as well, maybe. But you know, once you add um, shipping to it, it's like you know, I can I can live without that. Yeah. Mm. But I'm so stoked for this this line. Yeah, so we we've sent um, some new package pictures of Wave One as Wave One as well. Looking forward to it. That must be next month or something, August. Yeah, <laughs> have to have to double check with Mike S. Mm. Yes, and to uh, think he wasn't going to order any in. <laughs> really? That crazy kid. Yeah, we had to tell we had to tell him we'd we'd buy some. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> So we've mentioned a few times um, the uh, four horsemen um, were talking about getting a Kickstarter going for the uh, Gothotropolis Raven figure. Well, they finally did it. Uh, it was about a week ago. Um, uh, yeah, it would have been seven days ago. And um, they have uh, already successfully met their goal to get these figures into production. They have just about doubled it and there's a couple of unlocked levels. So the Black Raven figure is the base figure for this um, wave, so similar to um, Scarabus being the base figure for um, other Gothotropolis um, figures previously. And then there comes a bunch of variants and they're all bird-themed. Um, so we have um, Raven, we have um, the Griffin, we have the Falcon, Vulture. Card- Vulture. <laughs> oh, yeah. Minotaur the Duck. <laughs> That's bloody awesome. And he's the Kickstarter exclusive, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Um, the White Raven has been unlocked. Um, the Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. Mm. I uh, love the look of that guy. Um, the phoenix, the owl has been unlocked as well. Really cool. Um, and uh, I'd say probably by tomorrow the rooster will be unlocked. And then there is a um, a mystery figure to be unlocked. I think it'll be like an ostrich or some shit like that. But um, there's a whole bunch of other things, wings and bone wings and all sorts of stuff. They look fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> I, I'm, I, uh, they're expensive, like in the States, posted their $45. For us in Australia, I think they're, well, internationally, 63 if you just want one figure. Oh, my gosh, they're beautiful, though. Um, yeah. And, you know, getting two figures doesn't bring the, the cost down too much. Um, but, um, you I know. I think there's a, a, a basic pack with the six yeah. Basic figures, and then they start to come down. I think that was about two sixty five Australian. So yeah, yeah. It, it, there's a bit more value with the more you get. Mm. Tom, you're a bit of a fan of anthropomorphic figures. Um, what do you think about the four horsemen stuff? I I love it actually. I don't own anything except for the outer spacemen, but um, but I actually I I'm. I saw the duck and and I said this this looks amazing. <laughs> uh, I just saw a, a Photoshop uh, image of uh, one of these with the Sam the Eagle from the Muppets, um, <laughs> head. and I have to say if if 
they don't do it, uh, I I might have to buy one and, and try to make it myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> it looks great. Uh, no, I actually love the the Gothitropolis uh, stuff. I try to postpone buying the the line because I know it's it's uh, slippery slope. Um, Indeed. But but I, I actually love the designs and, and love the ideas. And the timekeepers uh, also look great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the first uh, figures they, they did for this line. And, yeah, I love it. So um, get in on it. There's plenty of time, 23 days, and it looks like everything will probably get unlocked. It looks and like you some, know. Of them, some of the levels of the Kickstarter are US only. Yeah. Yeah, like the airplane travel. No, no, like we... <laughs> the ultimate backer one. No, uh, there's one. The yeah, like the Raven Six Pack. Um, ships within the continental US only. No, um, there's another version that ships international. Yeah, it's just, oh, is there? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they just have them as separate packages. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's still awesome. Like. They're just mm. beautiful. Un- unbelievable. Mm. I don't even like this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the, the, the ultimate backer is like um, only only for the US, and I, I was going to give them 10,000 bucks, but it's okay. <laughs> That's right, US only. Well, there's well, three left, so you've probably got time to, to get, no, but get it's the like cash US, together. US only. It's, it's, it's US only, so they, they lost. The, the, no, they well, lost. I, I, th- I think that I think that yeah they might make an exception. It actually says on the for that ten thousand one, they will cover international customers' airfare up to six hundred dollars. Mm. So there you go. That's pretty awesome. Okay. Now I, I do have a couple of um, uh, breaking news items that have come in since we um, started recording. Oh, well, well done, Arnold. I know Arnold um has really been busy here. And uh first of all, it's the Mr. Gold Lego update. Uh we're now up to 1241 of 5000 found. And uh initially he hadn't put the country breakdown in there which I thought was a bit slack, so I asked for it. And uh we, there's now 47 in Australia, 0 in Argentina. Mm. And uh, yep. tw- twenty five in South Korea, so you y- you just obviously not buying enough Lego minifigures, Tom. We don't have Lego minifigures here. <gasps> what? Well, no so wonder there's zero in Argentina. Uh, they don't get to retail. At least I've never seen them. I, I think it's time for another uprising. Hmm. That that's yeah, outrageous. Yeah. That's harsh. Yeah, I know. It's probably because uh, it's it's really hard uh, here to for toys to get into customs and mm. the the prices at retail here are uh, insane for toys. Well, best of luck. And uh, then in in really breaking news, Lego minifigures series 11 has just been revealed. And uh it includes a uh Conan or a generic warrior wink wink. Uh, a German pretzel girl, a gingerbread man. Uh, one I'm really liking on this list is the Yeti or yeah, abominable snowman. He looks pretty awesome mm. and uh, should be hopefully not too hard to feel in package. <laughs> um, 
uh, a grandma. <laughs> it's about to. Oh, she comes with a kitten. She does. And a basket. And a basket. <laughs> these are just awesome. I just can't get enough of these. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I've got the. Um, you, you know, I talked the other week that how John sent me the chicken soup man. And uh, I got him at the office, and he's sitting on my desk. And I think everyone in the office thought I was like, if you if you think I got excited over a paella pan, <laughs> you should have seen how excited I got over chicken soup man. And, and the people in my office are like, okay, so just explain this to me. Like, it's really small, and uh, it's a Lego guy in a chicken suit, and this is exciting. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's the chicken suit guy. <laughs> so, um, thank you, Arnold, for that breaking news. That was awesome. Well, that has been a news. And you, can, you can make the Blues Brothers too. Oh, can you? Yeah, look at the twelfth yeah, uh, figure. <gasps> You're right. There's a Blues Brother. That and is awesome. I guess in Lego standards you can get two and be the Blues Brothers. Yeah, they can be the same. Yep. Yeah, very good. For a comprehensive list, please see your local um, Lego media. But uh, it's out now. Very good. And uh, that has been a mega marathon news, but of course, San Diego always does that to us. Um, and uh, we'll be right back with everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. Hey, everybody, Engineer Nerd here with the next installment of Name That everybody's favorite podcast guessing game. Well, last time we heard an interesting sound that definitely had some 70s adult film music to it, so we'll see if any of you guessed that, and we'll play it one more time just to refresh everybody's memory. He's made it in the nick of time. Except the activator. Please And you can send him to the rescue. If you guessed that this was for Amigo Comic Action Heroes Batmobile commercial, you were correct. That's the one that had the bridge where it blew up, um, and you could do a couple of different things. Came with a Batmobile, Batman, Robin, Joker, and an Activator. So uh, if you got that one, good for you, because I didn't have that as a kid, and uh, so that was one of those things I always wanted and never had, which is what I tend to do a lot of these on. But not this next item, which is coming up, which we will play the sound for right here. It's adventure beyond imagination, danger beyond your wildest dreams, and action bigger than you've ever seen before. This is Magic Sword protecting the mightiest of warriors is here. And one more time. It's adventure beyond imagination, danger beyond your wildest dreams, and action bigger than you've ever seen before. This is Magic Sword protecting the mightiest of warriors as always, come on over to the AFB Forum at afbforum.com and leave your guesses. Find the thread that says name that. Uh, make your guess there because, you know, guessing's cool. And, you know, if you're a member of the forum, we'll give you a, a coveted forum point if you get it right. Um, and, you know, hey, it's just fun. And it's one of the best forums around. So make sure to come over and do that. And if you want to play a more visual version of this, come on over to TV and Film Toys and you can play the picture version on Tuesdays and Thursdays. As always, enjoy and peace out, people. It's the exploding bridge with Batmobile and Activator, Batman's included. Pretend Robin is held prisoner. 
Batman's in the Batmobile. You can send him to the rescue. Imagine the villain uses the comic action activator to stop Batman as he crosses the bridge. He's made it in the nick of time. Set the activator, place Batman on it, and you can send him to the rescue. The Exploding Bridge with Batmobile and Activator comes with Batman from the Comic Action Heroes Collection. Robin sold separately from Mego. Well, now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail. These could be new releases, or we might talk about something favorite or bizarre from our collection. And seeing as Tom's joining us uh, for a special episode, we thought we'd let him have Toy of the Week this week. But before we do Toy of the Week, Tom, I wanted to just ask you, what is it like being a collector of these things in Argentina? Well, of course, I, I I really enjoy collecting toys, but it's kind of hard right now because the exchange rate is um, five uh, eighty probably five eighty is one dollar <gasps> five eighty Argentinian pesos. Oh so uh, I have to be very careful with <laughs> what I what I buy <laughs> um, because if not, uh, everything I I own is going to to end up uh, in be becoming uh, internet sales for my uh, addiction <laughs> and i try not to be <laughs> i try not to be um, that desperate for toys although i sometimes i am um the the thing is well it's not just that but uh, also um most toys have to pay um at customs you know taxes uh, so uh it becomes a really expensive habit if if you have it. Yeah. Uh, but I I know most guys that collect here. Um, we're like a pretty small community, but uh, there's a couple of uh, of guys that actually uh, what they do is they order in in bulk. Um, so they have to they do all the all the work all the paperwork and they pay everything with their credit cards and all the others uh, chip in and so we have to pay only one shipping and yeah the community actually the the toy collector community they they help out each other and, and that's, that's pretty cool, cool. Hmm. That's you know that, i mean that makes sense it makes sense um cool fantastic well now you you're actually reviewing tonight something that we talked about when it was announced and that I wished that I could buy but didn't so I'm looking forward to this review mm. so take it away Tom yeah well actually what, what I'm talking about um, it's the the Hauk or Hauki I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly and I know this guy I, I, have, I have him as a friend on Facebook and if I'm saying wrong he's going to <laughs> kick my ass oh. but <laughs> I, I have the the Deep fried figures from Hawkshire, um, make a whale. And I love this figure because, uh, I basically collect toys, uh, or, and everything I collect, uh, toys or movies or comic books or books, uh, because of the, of the stories they, they tell. Huh. And the, the stories behind them or the stories you can make, make up with them. And, Hauke is uh, this insane guy from Germany, and and I say that with um, with a lot of um, love. <laughs> He's completely, completely mad, and he comes up with with great stories and great ideas. And basically, Mecha Whale is a whale in a mecha suit, 
Uh, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, but he ha- he did all this background story about um, the human race being attacked by aliens, and the aliens were bigger than the humans, so the humans asked for help for some super intelligent whales, and in order to counterattack the the whales had the the humans construct this uh, mecha suits or it's basically something like that <laughs> and the figure is 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 great i i love it and it's really fun um it has only five points of articulation but let's go into to do the 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 script roundup the the packaging is um it's collector friendly. It's a, a window box uh, that you can open and, and close uh, and put the, the figure back in, in the box without a problem. It also has a, like a diorama uh, back, so you can actually display it in the box if you want. Um, the sculpt is great. He's actually using um, a 3D printer now and. His uh, his next project I I I've seen is uh, he's doing a full articulated uh, action figure with a 3D printer, and his um, his work is is really detailed because he he's really crazy, and, <laughs> uh, and I I actually love it. The um, it has as I said it has. Find five points of articulation, the arms and wrists and tail of the whale uh, rotate. Uh, it's simple articulation, but uh, for what you... Uh, you're not going to be playing a lot with this. It's just uh, like more of an, an art piece for me mm-hmm. uh, to display. Um, the paint is great and... And the sculpt is amazing. Uh, the, the all the little details he he was able to to put in this figure. Um, and I also like the um, the size because uh, let me see if I remember this correctly. Um, it's only three point five inches tall, but yeah. it's actually five point five inches wide and five point five inches deep. Mm. So it's it's really something different uh, than what you normally have on your shelf, and it's so bizarre that it's going to be uh, it's going to to capture everyone's eye, I think. And Tom, can, can I just ask? Yeah. He he's such sure. a he's such a thick, solid-looking figure. Is he is he solid plastic or is he hollow? It's PVC, and it's actually quite light. Okay. Um, but uh, Hauke uh, did some resin figures uh, that I posted some some on the forum. I have actually everything he released because um, you're a groupie. He's not, <laughs> I I am, and actually um, Hauke groupie. He actually sent me one uh, because of. Uh, some review I did on, on my blog uh, when he came out with with another uh, resin statue, uh, he sent me one and actually sent me one to to like do a a contest and a giveaway. 
Uh, so I I really like what he does because, it, I, as I said, I, I like stories and I like ideas. And this guy is so insane. Uh, his first resin statue was um, a robot that was actually a urinal. Uh, right. Oh, yes. yes. I remember that. Do you remember that one? Yes, uh, and and a hairless werewolf with uh, <laughs> grenades attached to, to his nipples. Um, of course. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really crazy, but, but, but I like it. Um, this figure costs four, uh, 400, no, <laughs> $44.99. It, it's a bit pricey for, for uh, a tiny figure, but, um, I don't believe that there's uh, like a huge run of these figures, so I, I, I'm I don't know if how limited they are, but I, I guess they're pretty limited. Um, so I, actually, I'm I'm kind of okay with the with the price. Yeah, I mean, um, when you're thinking about something that's that detailed and not a huge run, you're gonna pay um, for that, aren't you? And it's uh, it's beautiful looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, and uh, the whale has all these scars because, uh, of course, it will. Uh, you you know he it's in uh, some action, uh, and I I think he was planning to release like an orca, too, uh, in a make a whale and maybe some of, some of the aliens and perhaps some of the humans, and I I say bring it on. I, 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 I'll buy, I buy anything from this collection. I, I love them. That is awesome. So, so now you know that we give a dolly rating to yeah. these things. So out of 10, what are you going to give? Well, I, I don't want to give him 10 out of 10 because, um, that will ruin my, my, my street cred as, as a toy <laughs> and reviewer. And Justin. Yeah, Justin gets mad. Uh, and I've said Justin. Uh, I don't care. Going... You know, I've, I've given an 11, so, you know, I, I don't uh, I know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to take it one point because uh, of the price, but that's about it. I'm going to give it 9 out, out of $10. Yeah, that's safe. Yeah, that's safe. Good job, Tom. Hmm. Awesome. Thank you. It's been fantastic having you here. Well, that, that wraps up Toy of the Week. When we come back, we'll be talking about the new items that we've added to our collections this week. This is Kiss, each sold separately, and you can put them in any crazy pose you want. Each 12 and a half inch figure sold separately by me. Well, we are all here because we collect. So Feeding the Addiction is where we take time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders that we have made. And Ben, you go first. Thank you, Scott. I was very excited when the FedEx man left me a box uh, earlier in the week and it contained my sideshow premium format Hal Jordan Green Lantern statue, which is absolutely freaking amazing. Freaking amazing. It is. It is. Um, absolutely stunning piece. Uh, I, when I ordered it, I, I did the pre-order, much like you did, Scott, and at the time we were completely unaware that it was going to feature light-up components, so that was something they did later on um, for some bizarre reason. I don't know, but I'm glad they did yep. because it's amazing. Yeah, it's not very often that um, stuff gets 
you know, significantly improved after you pre-order it. It's usually the other way around. Uh, so it's, it was a very nice surprise. Yes. And, uh, I, I received this this week as well. Um, a couple of days after Ben, unlike Ben, I did not send my wife a photo of it. Um, <laughs> hey, I didn't send my wife a photo of it either. <laughs> you know, you sent it to my wife. <laughs> but that's, yes. a, that's yes, a story for another time. Um, <laughs> uh, one thing that I, was happy about was that the light up features are really easy to turn on and off. Yes. Um, something that bugs me sometimes is when they include light up features and then make it almost impossible to easily, um, turn them on and off. My favorite is the hot toys ghost rider where you basically have to remove his head to turn the lights off. The Hot Toys Predators are like that. So yeah, which um, kind of, you know, takes the uh, the fun out of it, really. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, indeed. And, and uh, I have a question. How, how does it work? Do you have to plug it or is the batteries or...? Three AAA batteries. Oh, cool. Included. Thank you very much. Included, yes. Thank you, yes. Sideshow. And uh, there's a connection that there's two different lights. There's one in the base, and then we've got the exclusive, which has got a light up. Um, well, there's two that we get swap out hands, and so there's a, a the one of his feet um, has got a connection um, through the base, which provides the light to the the hand for either the ring for the regular version or the energy construct fist for the exclusive version, mm. and. It is just all kinds of awesome, and I just cannot wait to have more DC premium formats if they're going to do them like this. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And one other little thing I picked up this week, and I just couldn't help it because I walked past it, I saw it, and I I played with it for about five minutes and giggled in the uh, in in the <laughs> store. And that was um... what? <laughs> what? What the hell is that? Like a... <laughs> That's the uh, the Despicable Me 2 fart blaster. (laughs) (laughs) And oddly enough, uh, the dog and I love it, and Mr. Shake doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) fancy that. So, what what does um, Meat Grinder think of it? Oh, he loves it. Every time, like he'll come running now. Like he'll he'll come to check it out. Yeah, he every time I I do the sound, he'll come to check it out. That's hilarious. That's so fun. <laughs> I, I, I really loved that movie an embarrassing amount for a grown-up. <laughs> Every time I think no, about I, him setting fire to the phone and then the minions come in, I just crack up. It's brilliant. Brilliant. I also think it's c- kind of handy for the for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I think it adds a lot. <laughs> so is, is, that, is that all, Ben? <laughs> yeah, that's all. Um, I got... My Green Lantern premium format as well. Awesome, awesome. Uh, my, my wife did describe the light up features as slightly garish. <laughs> um, but then she also described him as, you know, Mr. Green Guy. So there you go. <laughs> Hell, Hell Jordan's one of my guys. He's not Aquaman, but he's one of my guys. And Jen, Janet still can't completely pick him out of a crowd. So that's a bit disappointing. But anyway. Um, I also. Just say he's the guy with nice hair. <laughs> that's, right. that's right, and he even comes with a butt crack. Like that's okay. I did not check that out. I got to be honest. 
Well, I mean, there was a lot of controversy when the Rogue Premium format statue was, was put on display and she had a butt crack and then when the statue shipped, um, they've actually filled it in for yeah. some modest reason, yet Hal Jordan's got one. so It lights so. up too? His, his butt doesn't. <laughs> That's the um, super-duper exclusive version. I can't say that I turned it on and then did a full 360-degree rotation, so I'm going to put that on my list of things to check out tomorrow. Cool. Okay, if we can move away from Hal Jordan's ass for a moment. Um, I, oh, good heavens. I hope that wasn't Hal Jordan's ass falling over. No? Okay. Uh, I also received what I've written in the script here as a box of Maddie crap. <laughs> um, which is basically what last month was, because that was Red Hood, and uh, I can't even remember what the, the Masters of the Universe one was. Uh, but then I also got the DC Collectibles Cover Girls Platinum statue, and I love it. Really? I really do. It's fantastic. It it just um, it, it okay. It's the modern uh, platinum. And obviously, I would have preferred a classic, but on its own, it's a beautifully sculpted uh, statue. It's really clever the way that her uh, back foot is kind of melting into the base, and she actually—I've—I've I've got all my cover girls um, on display, and she actually sits really nicely with uh, the rest of them. Hmm. So. It's just kind of a. It's nice to have a you know a never done before character to add to the mix, and uh, you know it's a bit. One thing that if I could change about this continued line is, um, I, I wish they'd kept the uh, similar bases um, to the Adam Hughes ones. Mm, but you know when you put it next to Death and that sort of thing, look, it 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 still looks great, you know. And so I actually really do like it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for the for the pictures i've seen i like it too i i think it's it's nicely done i i don't think i i'd ever buy a, a platinum statue without the, the rest of the metal man but um ask for what it is and you i know you you have all the other cover girl statues uh, I, I think it was pretty good yeah i mean it's it's nice to have a, a new character to add to it you know that's the thing that and that's what i'm enjoying about the continuation of this is you know we've got batwoman coming which is um, new Huntress, which is new, and that's you know it's a universe building kind of thing for statues for me. So um, yes, I've got some issues. I, I still think the couple, the, the Wonder Woman and Catwoman that came out first are the dogs of the bunch. Like they're just not good poses, etc. They are getting better, thank God. Um, so as long as they're new characters, I'll keep adding them. Hmm. And um, Tom, what about you? What did you get? Well, I, I actually got a, a rare treat uh, this week because I actually got a whole toy line on the main, <laughs> which is which is nice. It's actually only seven figures. Um, it's a line from 1994. Um, uh, actually, these ones uh, didn't even uh, stop at, at customs because they, they were really cheap. Uh, I got them off of eBay. And um, they are the Monster Force... Uh, figures uh, they are based on the cartoon that actually only lasted 13 episodes but mm-hmm. uh, they're from for from playmates and they they are like the universal monsters 
eh, fighting humans. And I, I actually started, uh, I, I didn't know this line. I actually started watching them because I saw a creature from the Black Lagoon figure uh, on the Facebook page of, of a friend of mine. And I asked, I asked him what, what it was because it's incredible. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful, uh, figure. Um, and, he he told he told me about this line and i actually have to go and get him and i found um i only wanted the creature but then i saw that th there was some guy selling the, the whole collection carded uh, on ebay and i i get i got them all basically um and there's three humans uh and four monsters uh, dracula a uh, uh, werewolf and frankenstein of course uh, it's not Frankenstein, it's actually Frankenstein monster, but n no one gets that right. <laughs> and and um, I I got the figures and I, I didn't know the story behind them. I didn't know um, I, only that they're the Universal Monsters and, and I love the, the Universal Monsters. Uh, and I said, okay, it's humans against monsters. It's basically like a monster squad toy line for me and, and I can... I can play like they're the the monster squad kids that actually uh, are now old and fighting the monsters. Mm. Um, but uh, actually, these are, really, when these are really cool. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. <laughs> and and I like to play with my toys from time to time. Also, not only display them. And uh, I, as I learned more and more about this line, I um, actually found out that. The, the werewolf and Frankenstein are actually good guys. And oh, yeah. <laughs> in this line, uh, according to the, to the cartoon, apparently, and only Dracula and the creature are, or Gilman are actually the bad guys, but I can play however the fuck I want. That's uh, right. So, <laughs> you sure can. And, and I will. Um, and I also got something from Australia, actually. It's Ooh. a comic book. Uh, yeah, I I really like obscure characters and Silver Age insanity, and I I've been looking a lot for a Mystery in Space 103. That's the first appearance of Ultra the Multi Alien, um, <laughs> and I actually uh, found one in Australia and and bought it and arrived uh, this week. So I'm um, that. Comic book really traveled a lot, mm. and I'm glad I have it <laughs> in my collection. Yeah, cool. That's Very it. good. And Mr. Eli, what about you? I have some new original art. I think I mentioned uh, last time I was on the show that I was um, putting in a few inquiries, but it being uh, summer in the northern hemisphere, there was a bit of delays in um, in in that happening. But um, yeah, I. The two pieces that I wanted were available, the two pieces by Sean Phillips. Um, a lot of people may know him from Marvel Zombies stuff, but um, I know him mostly from his work with Ed Brubaker on um, Criminal and Fatal and stuff like that. And so I got uh, a page from the, la the most recent Criminal story, The Last of the Innocents. 
And I thought, while I was there, because the postage from the States is going to kill me, well, maybe I should <laughs> spend some more money to save money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I picked up a really cool Batman page from um, the Batman Jekyll and Hyde book that he worked on with um, Jay Lee. Oh, nice. So Very nice. Really, really happy yeah. with that. So they'll be going up on the wall. Sensational. Up on the wall. Very that's collector logic, right? Pardon? That, that's that's collector logic. I have to spend more money to save some money. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the um, you know collector version of the you know it was on sale. So mm. you know I saved X, which mm. seems to uh, drive purchases of clothing. Um, from the female members in my household. Yeah, now I have all this extra money in my wallet. <laughs> what? <laughs> awesome. Well, unless anyone else has anything else to report, it's time to award another red card to someone or something in the toy universe. What is this bizarro world? Well, Red and Carded is that moment in the podcast where we keep everyone in the toy industry shaking in their boots, worried that they're going to be called out for a bad announcement, a fail action figure, or worse. And this week, we're so outraged, we are awarding not one, but two Red Cards. And Ben, you're first. Yes, and, and the first one definitely falls into the or worse category. Uh, and, well... One of the things we see, you know, semi-regularly on, on the forums um, are people asking or seeking information to find out if the Hasbro Marvel Legends variants are showing up anywhere. People are still very keen to get hold of characters like Blade, uh, Danny Moonstar and some of the sort of swap outs. Um, that we've seen uh, are pretty amazing. They're, they're great sort of characters to add to your um, universe building. Um, so people are, are keen to get hold of them. And so far, it doesn't seem to be any luck. I know that Arnie over at Marvelicious Toys, he even has saved searches, like saved eBay searches, so that he can just uh, hit the button to see if any of them are showing up uh, anywhere on eBay, even from Chinese sellers. And we found out today uh, via San Diego Comic-Con News uh, according to someone at Hasbro, that those figures have not even been manufactured yet. Um, apparently, they're ready to go, as in ready to pull the trigger to commit to manufacturing, but as of yet, the plastic has not been heated and those figures do not exist. Um, what's even more outrageous is the comment uh, from Hasbro that um, as Eli mentioned before, that there is no retail slots left. Obviously, retail stores like Walmart and Target, etc., can only stock so much product at any time, uh, and so their commitment to Hasbro for things like Marvel Legends have been met, and so they don't actually have a slot to actually stock those figures. Uh, there was some comments that they might collect all of the variants from the, the last sort of few waves together and create a, some sort of retail exclusive wave, um, but no one currently has any slots available, which is really kind of ironic given that, you know, nobody seems to be able to find Marvel Legends at retail, so I don't know what slot they need to fill except for the, the slots that are currently empty. It's kind of ironic, really. So um, I, I just think that's that's all kinds of fail for me. Really, really disappointing news um, as a... Diehard Marvel Legends fan, um, I've been really 
really quite keen to get hold of the new blade, etc. So Hasbro is getting at one of our red cards for the week. Yep, fair mm. enough. And uh, just to show that we, you know, are not biased in our balanced red, reporting. Yeah, we're balanced in our reporting. Eli, you've got another red card for a different sector. Yes, so this time it's Mattel and DC. Um, so we didn't mention with the news there is uh, Mattel uh, has got a couple of new DC-related lines coming out. One is a four-inch multiverse line, which I'm not going to talk about because that looks and sounds dumb. Um, <laughs> have a new line, uh, a six-inch base f- series called Total Heroes. Uh, lame name, unfortunately. This is, um, they've been working with Four Horsemen apparently on this and they're um, based on the New 52 designs for um, some classic characters. So um, Hal Jordan, Flash, Aquaman, Batman, uh, etc. Um and they're meant to be more kid-friendly, which if you're in New 52 and kid-friendly, that doesn't usually wash. But uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, these actually look pretty good, and I, I, I reckon I'd probably pick a couple of these up. Huh. However, I can't wait for the kid-friendly Starfire figure. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Yep>. <laughs> That's right. Red Hood and the, the kid-friendly. Yeah. Figures, yeah. Yeah. Um, the the funny thing about this line, though, is they actually um, have been running a, um, a a fan poll, a fan vote for um, what will come in the line, um, and they have been running um, that poll with um, Batman Beyond, a Reverse Flash, a Blue Beetle, or a customizable hero builder, which is uh, a blank buck for this um, this series, a stylized series. Uh, this is something the fans have actually been asking for for uh, must be a good three, four years, maybe five years. Yep. A, yep. a blank um, DCUC style buck that you know we could buy in bulk from Maddie Collector or something like that. Yep. Uh, and now it's being offered as a fan vote in uh, this new uh, Total Heroes line and it doesn't sound like it's actually getting much uh, traction. Um, well, it's, 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 it seems to be pretty flat and the, you know, the suspicion is that uh, most people are just going to vote for Batman Beyond or something like Why that. Why would anyone vote for a, a blank buck for a line that hasn't taken off yet? Yeah, <laughs> it, it makes I no, don't know, it Scott. Makes no sense. Don't know. As, as someone who uses the DC Universe Classics uh, figures as as bucks for customs, um, you know, I'm often getting on eBay and, and trying to pick them up from the Chinese sellers. Just you know, some of the like the Hal Jordan um, Rainbow Lantern figures, um, and and, that, and so you know, I mean, this we we asked time and time again for some kind of a, a you know. A set of blank bucks, you know, with the different builds, some with the belt, some with the open hands, etc. And, you know, Ask Maddie time and time again said, no, 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 no. And then what's one of the first things they do with this new line? Mm-hmm. And look, if there was a blank buck that eventually did get up, I'd, I'll be honest, I'd probably be interested. But uh, it's pretty fucked for them to think that it's going to work if they do it this way. Yeah. I just. Uh... 
sometimes, you know, with all these companies, you know, but Hasbro and Mattel in particular at the moment, the disconnect with the fans just astonishes me. Where you just, you know, think, can you really be that out of touch with what people want? Or even just for someone to think, you know what, yeah, that's a great idea. But you know what, if we did that, that would really piss people off because they asked for that for ages with DC Universe and we never did it. You know, yeah. Like, and I mean, the the way these figures are styled, like the, the stylized sort of figures, um, I, I'd be completely uninterested even if that buck got produced. It's it, it won't meet my requirements for customising. Not for the existing universe that you've exactly. been putting no. a lot of money and effort and time into building. That's oh. right. And, and I mean, what what are kids in the in the the retail stores going to do? They're going to look and go, "Hey, mum, you know, can we get that so I can colour it in with my crayons?" <laughs> Who are you selling it to? Yeah, I don't even like this buck. No. I don't mind it, but it, they are apparently going to be ten dollars US uh, retail for a six-inch figure, so that's not too bad. Mm. But, um, With reduced articulation, mm. yeah, it looks like it's got a reasonable amount. But yeah, yeah. But besides, if you if you do a, a blank buck, you you you're going to you you need to sell it as as an extra because nobody nobody's going to vote. For for a blank bag that takes the place of uh, a figure you want exactly, uh, mm. even if it's Batman Beyond and not Blue Beetle, that I don't understand that. But uh, if uh, you're not going to vote for a, a blank bag, no. I I don't think. I, if you if it was uh, Masters of the Universe, then you know I could see that being hugely popular. Mm. Because people would, you know, that that's a line that you're collecting and everyone's got their own idea of what the gaps are in that. And so this is an opportunity to add to it. Same with DC Universe Classics. But, yeah. You know, for it's like, just like, fuck, you know, yeah. make a thousand of these blank bucks because you've already got the sculpts, put them in the Matty store and people would buy them. Like, people would buy them. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, but imagine this. What about if they tell you uh, the, for the sub, the January figure is not going to be too bad. It's going to be a blank buck. Yeah, get fucked. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, this is kind of the same. We're starting a new line, and you can vote for several characters and a blank buck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you're not going to vote for that. It's a mystery figure. Stupid. <laughs> and, it, and it turns up as the mystery figure. <laughs> yeah. Blankor from <laughs> with two Ks. Love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two Ks and two Rs. Well, I think those are two extremely well-deserved fails, and uh, I think that's enough failing. We will be right back with a little bit of feedback before we wrap this thing up for good. What is this? The last episode? Uh, I mean, I mean this this particular episode for good. Oh. You have me worried there, Scott. No, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Is this, is this that how was misleading. That was this misleading. is how you let us know. Uh, well, yeah. I went to a different place. I just thought, you know, Scott's pretending it's the last episode because he doesn't want me to come back and you guys would just continue without me next week. Yeah, there's, there's Wait a reason. minute. I just got here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Remember, Tom, Tom, Tom this is how we... Guy. You're the new guy, Tom. This is what <laughs> we planned, Tom, remember? We yeah. pretend like it's finishing and then we get rid of Ben. Mm. Oh, right. Okay. Anyway, we're going to come back with some feedback and then this particular episode will end. Bam, bam. <laughs> did we just add all that in, did we? Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> I thought we were. 
we will post recording. No way, everything's recorded. Yeah. Talking small soldiers. I am Archer, leader of the Gorgonites. Phrases like in the movie. Prepare for battle. And giant electronic talking chip. Major Chip Hazard reporting for the ultimate in hand-to-hand combat. Commandos, attack! Chips armed to the teeth. But Archer cuts him down to size. Small soldiers, big battles! New giant electronic talking Archer and Chip each sold separately. Well, before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners to share with you. If you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com, send us a Facebook message, send us a tweet, throw a rock through Ben's window with paper wrapped around it, and uh, you might just hear it read out. Um, Hey, speaking of Facebook and Twitter, we are about to hit 1,000 followers on Twitter and 5,000 likes on Facebook. Ooh. I know. Right. I I I feel like we need to celebrate. Maybe we should cast Ben in bronze or something. And that's a lot of bronze. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got a lot of feedback tonight. And Ben, you've got the first bit. So over to you. Thank you very much. Um, we have heard from Rondo, and Rondo says, "Hey guys, just wanted to say that I love the interview with Reese O'Brien. Uh, love Funko, and loved hearing about the behind-the-scenes stuff. It was great to discover your show, and I'll definitely keep listening. So, thank you very much, Rondo, and thanks for the great feedback for an episode that I wasn't on." <laughs> Reese O'Brien was awesome. I have to say, yes. we're going to have him back. <laughs> He's going to come. Well, I've got plans. For a, a <laughs> to get him to join us on a toy history of a character that he and I both really like. Cool plans, plans. Uh, now, Tom, you're going to give us feedback from you. Yes, actually, I, I, as John said, I, I when I hear the podcast, I, I actually talk to you. But you can't listen. Okay. So now that you can listen, uh, I I have some some feedback about. It's also from the Reese O'Brien uh, episode, and uh, actually, uh, you said or or actually I think it was Reese that um, Smurfs was like a sissy line. Um, <laughs> a sissy line. Actually, actually, it's not. Uh, I, I have a different theory, and actually, uh, for me. Uh, the Smurfs are actually a horror franchise, um, oh. because in, in canon for the Smurfs, do you know how high the the Smurfs are? How, how tall are they? Oh, when you said high, I thought you meant like stoned. I was like, wow, no, I didn't I, realize that they're pretty fucking stoned. <laughs> yeah, they're they're, they're really high. They live mushrooms. Uh, so they're high all the time, but they're, they're, in canon, they, it said that Smurfs are actually three apples tall. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. So um, think about the size of three apples stacked together. And now imagine you're, you're prancing through the forest, right? You're, you're a normal human being. You're not, you're not selling and... this not being a sissy line if you're prancing. <laughs> well, you, you, okay, you're skipping, uh, you're skipping through the forest. Oh, yeah, that's, that's much better. Sissy. Not skipping is much better. <laughs> How about a manly and gallop? Yeah. Suddenly, uh, 100... <laughs> Three apple tall, half naked blue things came out and, and jumped you. Right? That's terrifying. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not going to say that CC franchise. It's actually I, I think it's it has the potential to be uh, terrifying, and, and especially if that, one that's of them's one of them's looking in a mirror at himself, and the other one's playing a trumpet. And yeah, fair enough. That's crazy. One of them explodes, and then it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's well, that, you know that is fair enough. I, I get that. That's awesome. No wonder Gargamel was trying to eradicate them. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, Eli, you've got feedback too. Yes, I do. This is from Tom, who's not Tom. Tom, T-O-N. Tom. Either that or he doesn't know how to type his own name, but I'm pretty sure he's Tom. Yeah, people on the internet are always in a hurry. (laughs) Uh, Tom says, hey guys, love the show. Uh, When you were doing the complaints feedback section, you mentioned someone complained about John and Scott bickering. I just wanted to say I love the banter and it's obvious it's all in good fun. Don't listen to the haters and keep up the good work. Well, I I think I recall from when we read out that feedback that uh, we didn't agree with it. (laughs) (laughs) Which feedback? The other feedback, not this one. The other feedback, feedback. yeah. No, we didn't agree with it. That's right. Yeah. You know, it's all part of the fun. John and I love each other like brothers. It's all good. (laughs) <laughs> brothers who beat each other up that's right that's right well that's you know that's that's all good yeah well because john and i were i'm um, chatting on facebook this week because he, he i was off last week he was off this week and then i'm probably going to be off next week and he went oh man people are really going to talk now <laughs> we're not allowed to be on the same show anymore <laughs> definitely not true not true at all he sent me a chicken suit man for god's sake okay Mm. Um, yeah, now, friends, so, only friends do that. <laughs> sorry? Only friends do that. That's only friends send each other chicken soup men. That's exactly right. Um, this isn't really feedback, but this is... Um, I, got, I get messages, emails, messages, etc. This one actually came through Facebook very often um, asking to buy toys that we review and talk about. And I got one... I don't even know what language this one was... I think it might be Indonesian. It's Filipino. It's Filipino? Yeah. Did you recognize that or did you put it into... That's a, that's a pretty educated guess. Okay. Uh, I, think you're, I think you might be right, actually. Um, no, none of the stuff that we talk about is for sale. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, you know, the reason that I, I put this one in is this is about the... I don't know if you remember the uniforms line that DC Direct did a number of years ago now, which were very funky... Vinyl, blocky, yeah, blocky things. And not only do I get, I, I reviewed the Superman one ages ago. Not only do I get repeated requests of of asking if I will sell that figure. <laughs> that post remains the most viewed post on Action Figure Blues. <laughs> uh, seriously, <laughs> I I don't get it. Now I get I. Year, a couple of years ago, I had—I think I had three or four uniforms. I gave them all to my eldest. They're in her display now. So, um, you know, no, no, they're not for sale. But uh, I just thought I'd throw that in to say, no, guys, you know, we collect this stuff. It's not for sale. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Cool guys. If you want to buy Ben, that's a completely different story. I'm sure we could come up with a price. It's going to cost you. Uh, <laughs> it will cost you for sure. Yeah, but um, but you and know, if, you, if you want the exclusive, that's. Uh, for bronze ben. <laughs> and if you want the Ben with light up features, that is really going to cost you. Yep. Because we have to install them. 
You might get that glow in the dark butt crack after all. It's a fair call. It's a fair call. Anyway, enough about glow in the dark butt cracks. Tom, it has been awesome having you here. Thank you. It's it's been awesome being here. You are our first guest from Argentina. <laughs> many have applied. Many but... have applied. That's right. We you know we have been the, the clamor. It's 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 quite annoying. oh the clamoring oh, the clamoring. It's... I didn't know that. <laughs> As you can tell from our numerous iTunes reviews from Argentina, all zero of them. Um, yes, the uh, we're, we're huge there, almost as big as we are in Germany, almost as big. And uh, but on that note, good night, everybody. Good, good night, night, everybody. Good night. Yeah, it was great, great fun. And uh, John's not here, so you don't have to worry about having your pet spider neutered. Um, let them run wild. Let them run wild and multiply, frolicking. Hump away. <laughs> see, now I can't say check on your mum and see if she's okay. <laughs> you said hump away. It's okay. Room. Your mum is lying to you anyway, so don't, don't check on her. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. News. <laughs> scary things, scary things. <laughs> mm. oh, I went and saw that, by the way. Yeah, did, did you like it? I loved it. Yeah, it's good fun. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it because I don't really like prequels, but it was awesome. Yeah. Heartwarming, even. Okay. Here we go. Fucking hell. I was sighing at ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Eli and I need to have a sidebar conversation, obviously. (laughs) We're just trying to wear Ben down. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) You've you've achieved tier one. (laughs) Love it. Okay. Achievement unlocked. Here we go. In five, four, three...